Hello and welcome back or welcome to Nihia Tweens Not Kids. I'm ABJ, your host. Today I have the great pleasure to interview Lisey Harrison. Lisey Harrison is a Canadian novelist. She writes books for tweens like you and me. Lisey has over 40 books. She is mostly known for her three series, The Click, Alphas, and Monster High. But she is back with a new book called Girl Stuff, which was published on February 2nd. Hi, Lisey. Welcome to Tweens Not Kids. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. No problem. What made you want to start writing and what age did you know you wanted to be an author? I think, have you ever heard of the book here? I read that. No? No. Oh, you're freezing. No, you're freezing. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, Harriet the Spy was the first book I read that made me want to be a writer because it was about this girl who would keep this little spy journal and she would make notes and spy on everybody. And I loved doing that. I used to hide under like the table when my parents would have people over for dinner and I'd write little notes about them. And I think I was always an observer of behavior. And I love just watching people contradict themselves and be hypocrites. And I love to call all that stuff out. And I started to just realize that I loved watching human behavior. And I think as a writer, you're pretty much recording human behavior and exploring human behavior. And so at a young age, I realized because of that book, that that's what I wanted to do. And it all started there. Yeah, that's so interesting. Cause like sort of books, like it has a lot of detail. And so like you want that detail. So then it's more interesting. Absolutely. It's the details, the tiniest of details that make characters come to life and make your story seem real and help readers connect with it. Definitely. Yeah. Do you have a routine when you like start writing books? A routine like when I'm writing or when I'm creating them and making them up? Um, more like, like sometimes you see people, they like, like exercise before they start writing a book or like, what do you do? I get my coffee and I sit down and I light a candle. I always have a different scented candle for every book. It just gets me in that zone. And then I sort of close my eyes and try and slip into that world. And I think it feels most like when you're trying to jump into like a really cold pool and you're like, okay, I can do this. I'm going to do this. And then you jump in and you're like, oh, it wasn't so bad after all. Now it's kind of nice and refreshing, but it takes a second to get in there. Yeah. And so I, I kind of take that moment to just settle in. And then once I'm in, it's fine. And also um, to go with like more of a routine, do you usually create the title when you write books or do you write the story and then come up with a title? I don't usually come up with the title first. Titles are really hard for me. Um, they just take a long time until they feel right. So I'd say I come up with the idea and maybe halfway through, I've never finished a book and not known what to call it. But somewhere in the process of creating the whole story, the title will eventually come to me. Like, like halfway? Something like halfway, sometimes a little sooner. It just depends. Um, the, the titles for the individual books within the series, the one that follow the first ones, are easier than coming up with the name for the whole series. Like coming up for the click is harder than coming up with the different titles of the books within that series. Same with girl mm -hmm. stuff, same with all of my series. That first one that really brands the series is the hardest one. 
So uh, I have read your blog. So can you go more in depth as like how the pandemic has affected your writing? Oh, good Lord. It has definitely affected it, my writing in that when the pandemic started, I couldn't write at all. I couldn't do anything but sort of stare at the wallpaper and obsessively listen to the news and you know, everybody was so wrapped up in how crazy this was and all of the focus and energy sort of went into just figuring out what was happening to us. And so it was really hard and deadlines kind of came and went. And I'm so grateful for my editors at the time that were very patient because everybody was going through something. And so it definitely slowed my writing down. Now that, you know, it's been almost a year and we're all used to living this way. I think how it's affected me the most is I'm not getting as much stimulation. I'm not out in the world observing anymore and having these experiences that I can then put into my work or just feel inspired. It's hard to find inspiration right now. And I would say that's my biggest challenge. Yeah, because you're more just in like one space and you can't, like you said, travel anywhere to like notice like people's behavior. Exactly. And even just, you know, because I write so much about tweens and middle grade, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not seeing those kids as much and I'm not in schools and I'm not just out in the world where like, like we were saying those little tiny details, just seeing a kid walking down the street and the way they might be carrying their backpack might, or an outfit that someone's wearing that I want to use in a book. I'm just not getting that anymore. So I'm really scraping the sides of my brain trying to come up with some new fresh ideas, but it's definitely harder. Yeah, I can see how it would be much harder. Yeah. Do you try to give your readers like what they want, although it may be like more typical in other books, or do you try to be like more like unique? I don't know that I'm consciously trying to be one way or the other. I don't set out to say, what are readers gonna to wanna to hear today? And let me try and give them that because I have to sort of write from whatever is inspiring me at the time. And you just sort of hope that what is speaking to me will also speak to the readers and what I'm feeling and connecting with will somehow resonate with them as well. But I've never been like, oh, what's selling now? Let me try and write something like that because that just feels like when you're trying to wear like someone else's clothes and you're like, eh, it doesn't really feel like me. And yeah, it's never going to work out well for me if I do that. So like, why do you write mostly for uh, tweens and a mostly uh, tween girl? Well, I'll tell you a little secret because I'm a little bit older than you are. And I'm going to tell you as a voice from your future that a lot of the things that you're dealing with and that tweens and are dealing with are not that different than the things that adults deal with. So themes that seem like teen themes, like wanting to belong and wanting to matter and dealing with friend drama and figuring out who you are and will my friends like me if I do this? And what about that crush I have? And all those things that take up your brain all the time when you're younger, don't really stop taking up your brain when you're older. You still want all those things. And so, but because I have had experience, I know how to deal with those things better. I know how to, what to make of them and how to process them a little better, but I still struggle with them. So writing about those themes is fun for me because I'm still trying to figure out how to be a person on this planet too. 
And then, but I also have some insight that I feel like would be helpful for younger people. Just a way to feel like, oh, I'm not alone or this person understands what I'm going through or might be able to help. So I just think that the themes haven't changed. They don't change. We're all just humans. We're all just different ages and sizes, but we are all like wanting the same things as people, the basic things. And so it doesn't seem like I'm writing outside of my genre. I feel like I'm just writing about being a human. Yeah. So do you think that uh, more like the adult books are similar to the books that you write? Adult books in general? Mm -hmm. No, <laughs> I don't. I think they are a lot more serious. I like to write with a lot of humor and I like to create some pretty funny situations that I don't know would fly in adult world. And so I've tried it. I've written an adult novel and that was really fun and great, but it wasn't as much fun for me. I can be more playful and dramatic writing for younger audiences. And that's how I like to be. I like to be more playful and dramatic. And I really like using goofy humor. And I feel like younger people appreciate that more than older people. Yeah. <laughs> so why did you think that it, your series, The Click and uh, Alphas and The Monster High was and is so popular? Kind of for the reasons I was just talking about. I think that they definitely touch on themes that matter to young people, like again, wanting to fit in and, and just wanting to belong. I think those themes are across all of those series. And then using humor, I think also really helps because those are some hard subjects and there's a lot of serious dramatic material out there that deals with that stuff. But sometimes when you're going through it, you don't want more serious because the day-to-day -day feels really serious. You kind of want a little bit of humor sprinkled into that so that you don't take it as seriously. Or that I find for me, being able to laugh at hard things makes them a lot easier to deal with. And yeah. so I think using, taking themes that matter and then adding humor and developing characters with those details we were talking about and making those characters seem real, I think that's a good combination. Yeah. How do you feel like when your book started to become a hit? Um, not like myself anymore, like what's happening. I didn't expect any of that. Um, it just feels, it feels great because it's validating and that you know that what you're doing is, is affecting people in a positive way. So that felt great but it also feels a little bit unreal. Also because as a writer, you're writing this stuff and you're putting it out in the world, but you rarely get to meet the people that are reading it. It's not like I'm doing a concert and there's this stadium full of people and they're real and they can, I'm hearing them sing my words and like we're having this connection. I kind of make this book and put it out there and I don't know who's picking it up. I don't know who's reading it, what's going on. And so to sort of know that it was being read and it was mattering, made me feel great. I mean, it made me quit my day job and do this full time. So it was good. <laughs> so now on to your, your newest book, Girl Stuff. What inspired you to write Girl Stuff? I have kids that are that age. I have one son in middle school. Actually, when I started, both my kids were in middle school. And so I was seeing that world firsthand and, and just sort of seeing that 
there's just so much going on and so much that kids that age are dealing with. And there doesn't have to be this big like murder mystery or aliens or anything. It's just dramatic and hard being a tween and being a teenager is just hard. And so for girl stuff, what I really liked is there's this group of girls in my town that, you know, I'm friends with and they're such a good group of friends. And I love, they, oh, really, they're just tight and they don't fight with each other and they don't, they're not jealous of each other. They're just really supportive. And I love the idea of going through middle school with, without the girl drama, without the fighting all the time, which is what the click was about, you know? And I liked the idea of there are these girls that are just dealing with the horrors of being in middle school and having to fight through that and survive that together. So that's what kind of inspired it in the beginning. And so what is Girl Stuff about? So it is about these three best friends that have grown up on the same street but never went to the same school together. And now they finally get to go to seventh grade together and they are so excited and they think this is gonna be the best year ever because we're together. And of course, everything goes wrong. Um, they all want different things, they all, have struggles and it definitely challenges their friendship. And so it's really about how to grow up with your friends without growing apart and how to find yourself while you're growing up, but also to hold on to those relationships that matter. And it's also funny, like one of them has this like crazy crush. One of them wants to start the biggest, coolest friend group ever. And one of them is so upset because she was separated from her best friends and put in the talented and gifted program. And it's just, they're just like little things like that that are everyday and normal, but that cause a lot of stress. And so watching these girls navigate just everyday stress, I feel like could be helpful for other girls who are just going through life. Like they could be like, no, nothing major is happening. I'm healthy, I have a good family, but like life is just hard, you know, and I want, to connect with other kids and to know that like it's normal to be struggling with this stuff and that was sort of my intention of just making everyone feel like it's normal to think this stuff is hard it's really hard and it's also funny yeah <laughs> so, laugh. so you said like a few of the things that a tween girl should get out of reading girl stuff but are there like a few more things that they like would get out of it from reading it I hope what they get out of it is find really good friends. Like find the people that make you feel safe and loved and supported. And you might go through a couple and it's okay. The first friends you meet don't have to be the friends you carry with you if they don't make you feel good. But I like to use this test of after I leave hanging out with people, do I feel good saying goodbye to them? Or do I feel kind of sad and insecure and gross? And I really try to pay attention to that because that tells me if I'm hanging out with the right people. And so I want, I wanted to show an example of good, what good friendship looks like because girlfriends are really, really important. And it doesn't mean those friends don't fight or they don't have issues. Most relationships have that, but it's about, yeah, we're fighting and we're having issues, but our intentions are good. We're just human and we mess up sometimes, but we never are doing that to hurt the other person. We're doing it because we just mess up, you know? Yeah. And so I want the reader to be inspired to find really good friends. 
And I also want the reader to know that like there is some humor in the hard stuff and to always try and find that because it really does help the hard stuff feel easier. Yeah, I, com I, I completely agree. So as a successful author, do you have any advice for people that have a difficult time writing or they just simply also want to become an author? I would say the most important thing to do is to journal. And when I say journal, I mean, don't care at all about spelling or grammar or what you're saying. Don't ever think anybody's going to read it. It does not have to sound good. It just needs, I feel like the more you write about just your every day or the things that make you mad or the good things that happen, or like that girl was kind of pissing me off. And I know it's not fair of me to say that, but it was like, the more you get in touch with that, you start learning the themes that matter to you and you start hearing the sound of your own voice. And the more you develop your voice, the better writer you're going to be, because it's really just about how each person tells the story. That's the writer's voice, right? Like there's only so many stories that we tell and we all kind of tell the same ones over and over again, but we tell them from our own voices and our own perspectives. And so journaling really helps you connect with your voice and hear your voice. And it makes you just comfortable writing. And if you can carry those journals with you wherever you go and use it to mark down the details and then all those little things will really help give you confidence. And then another thing I would say is just write. It's free. It doesn't take up, it's easy. Just write and until you can really start feeling like, hey, I'm a writer. It's the same thing as running. You wanna be a runner, go run. You wanna be a writer, go just write. It doesn't mean you have to find it a publisher right away or win awards. It's one of the easiest things and cheapest things to do for fun. Yeah. I highly recommend it. Thank you so much for being here. It was a great pleasure to have you here. Thank you very much for having me. I love chatting with you. And please know if you have another book that comes out, you're free to uh, email me again and you are welcome to come back here. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I will. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe to my podcast. Leave a voice message on my website and add comments what you want future episodes. Big shout out to Lisey Harris. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Teens Not Kids. Bye!